0: Colossians 1.18 says, So spacious is he, so roomy that everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding. This podcast is going to help you live out your faith, walk in the Spirit and rest in God's grace. Hey there, my name is Wendy Parker and I want to welcome you to the Spacious Room podcast. Hey there and welcome to this week's Spacious Room episode and today I want to talk about your biggest fan. Yes. Have you ever heard someone say, well, God is your biggest fan? You know, there's a good possibility that I may have found myself saying this or thinking this way too. So don't beat yourself up if you have thought that or said that. This is why I want to speak into it today. Because recently... I've had to correct correct this mindset that God is not my biggest fan. Yeah, I know. It's like a revelation. You know, of course it's it's true that God is so for us. He is honestly listen to me, my friend. He is so for you. He is absolutely so for you. And yes, he totally cheers us on. He has so got our backs always and forever. All this goes without saying. But to say that God is your biggest fan, it elevates us to a status of entitlement that's rooted in self-serving rather than a servant's heart. And this spreading evolution within our culture of people going from this elevated status to being culturally cancelled possibly strikes fear into many of us these days you know we we can have so people will say oh i'm that oh, that person's biggest fan and then that person puts something on socials that nobody likes and then the next week the the people who were their biggest fan say oh that's it i'm canceling you out now and i'm within minutes You know, it can all break down and something they didn't like, didn't what they said on social media, that's it, they're cancelled. And if we're not careful, we can bring this fan-based mindset into our Christian walk where we are the ones instead of God who are calling the shots. And then this disconnection of the lines of, Whose will is going to be done in our relationship with God? We find ourselves drawing our own conclusions that if God doesn't do what we want, if he doesn't say what we want to hear, if he doesn't fix the things that we want and make our circumstances perfect and better, then the God is my biggest fan mentality, it, it quickly turns into, well, I want to cancel God out now. That's it. He's not doing what I'm asking. He's not doing what I'm saying. And the trouble with fans is that they're flaky, right? They have an opinion and it sways way too easily because it all depends on whether the majority agrees with them or not. But the thing is, in Hebrews 13 verse 8, it says that God never changes. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. And I say amen to that. And this whole assumption that God is our biggest fan reduces his power and his sacrifice right down to a performance-based relationship. And then, sad to say, we find it isn't just the tomb that becomes empty, but it's our worship. It's our devotion to Jesus. That's what becomes empty. Because true worship only comes when we decide to lift our hands to heaven, even when it's hard, even in the midst of our trials, even in the midst of our battles, and we keep looking to God, regardless of whether he answers our prayers or not, or whether he, he, he helps us, or which he totally does. But, you know, we, we have to rely and have faith that he is going to bring us through the trials and the battles. And in C.S. Lewis's brilliant book, if you've not read it, The Screwtape Letters, it's a fantastic book. Um, Screwtape is actually reminding his nephew, Wormwood, that he is in progress in detaching his patient from the enemy, which is God in Screwtape's opinion. And he's come undone because this is what he says. He says, when he talks of their losing their selves, he only means abandoning the clamor of self-will. Once they've done that, he really gives them back all their personality and boasts, I'm afraid, sincerely... That when they are wholly his, there will be more themselves than ever. Don't you just love that. When they are wholly his, there will be more themselves than ever. You know, losing ourselves and allowing God's will to be done in our lives, regardless of the outcome, can feel really countercultural to the world's standards. We gain no fans. When we choose to swim against the tide, when we choose to swim in the opposite direction to everyone else, but this is where we become ourselves. You've just got to ask Jesus' twelve disciples. You just gotta read the gospels and you'll see it. However, when we know God isn't our biggest fan after all, but is so for us, he actually becomes our Savior and He becomes our King who paid the ultimate price to save us from an eternity without him. And we can confidently, boldly come before him, wholly his, because our relationship doesn't depend upon being popular, upon those fan-based mindsets, upon saying, you do this for me and then we'll be good. Saying God is your biggest fan, you know, it. I've come to realise it actually cheapens his grace and his power that enables us to fully put him first in our lives as our faith deepens into trust, develops as we remember when he, what he's done for us. And our relationship should not be based on whether he answers all our prayers and requests because we view him as our biggest fan, but because of actually who he is. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the first and the last, and he is the beginning and the end as stated in Revelation 22, verse 13. Because when we view God as our biggest fan, it's then we who become the centre of attention, when it should be him who gets all our adoration, all our attention. So what I'm trying to say is that we need to flip the script, dear friend, that God is is our biggest fan in a sense but it's for us to become his biggest fan the ones who decide to not go and treat him like a genie and rub the lamp hoping that he's going to grant every wish that we want and every prayer that we want but to find a saviour who came to this earth and decided to rescue he decided to redeem us and restore us even when it was unpopular a king who deserves each one of us to be his biggest fan. So have you heard the saying that God is your biggest fan or have you even used it? I mean, I'm putting my hand up here. But how has this conversation, this this podcast, helped change your view of that? this statement? How is it going to help change your walk with God? Well, I pray today that you will know the depth and the width and the length of God's love for you. He is totally cheering you on, my friend. And that you, you become his biggest fan this week because he is so for you. And I'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you would like more teaching and messages on the Christian life, then check out my website, thebigvoiceonline.com. I look forward to sharing the spacious room with you next time.